0: Bags down, spikes on. Welcome to the track. My name's Colin Waitzman. I'm going to be your host for this episode of Track World News. And before we get started, make sure that you like the episode, share it with some friends, and subscribe to the channel. It really helps us know that you're enjoying the show, and uh, love all the support that we've been getting so far. Now, uh, let's get into the three topics that we have on for today. First, we're going to be discussing Jenna Hutchins uh, broke the u twenty five k record. Oh yeah, and she's just 16. Uh, then we're going to talk about the world indoors getting postponed, uh, what that means for indoor track moving forward and that, that year. And then the 2021 Indoor Championship and how they're going to have two NCAA championships this year on the same weekend. You heard that right, on the same weekend. So let's hear how that goes. Uh, First, uh, let's take a look at Jenna Hutchins. So for those that don't know that name, and up until pretty recently this year, uh, you might not have to have known it, uh, she is a 16-year-old high school junior from Tennessee. um, And this past Friday... Uh, She broke the American under-20 record um, in South Carolina by running a 15.34 in 47 seconds. To break that down, uh, that's about 5, it's a little over 5.15 a mile. Uh, Very, very impressive. Very, very impressive uh, for a 16-year-old high school girl. I mean, if I could break 20 minutes, I'd be impressed by myself. But that's just an incredible time. And... She was named, rightfully so, the mile split runner of the year. She's had a fantastic year because it wasn't just this meet that she's balled out. She's been balling out the entire 2020. I mean, life has been, been insane, and she just keeps performing well. Let's flash back to her first really prime performance this year. We're looking at August. She actually broke the, the junior national record uh, in the 3,200, 3, so what, the, the two-mile Ah, uh, she broke the the two the two mile nation, junior national record, and then in October, so just what month and a half ago, she uh, finished. Uh, she was the first uh, high schooler to break sixteen minutes in the five k um in cross country. So she broke sixteen minutes. I think it was what fifteen forty seven. She broke that in uh, cross country, and then now. This is her third record. She's broken three months. She ran a 1534 um, outdoors. Uh, she's just on fire. Uh, she's doing very, very well. Um, she's She has a really great future ahead of her. And so I'm looking forward to seeing how she does within high school and then college and then hopefully professionals if she decides to go that way. Um, yeah, she, she's doing awesome. It's great to see more younger faces in the sport. Doing very well. Uh, we saw how we've had a, a big uh, a big uptick in people that are, are younger that are, were competing at high levels. We've seen Mondo this year, and in 2016, we saw uh, what four or five high schoolers um, compete in the Olympic trials, and then eventually Sydney McLaughlin making it. Uh, I don't know, I don't think she's going to be able to um, compete in the Olympics this year. It's a little bit too soon. Maybe if it was 22, uh, she could, but. She's doing really well, uh, so it's great to see another young face competing well, um, so looking forward to seeing how the rest of her, her year goes and if she can eventually break the 1530 mark. I mean, she's very close, only four seconds off. I'm sure she'll probably do it. Uh, we'll have to see what lays ahead for her, so very, very impressive. Uh, then also on the other side of this, uh, we saw the World Indoors is actually postponed, so uh, originally the world indoors was supposed to be happening in march of 2020 it was only about a week or two away and then the obviously the pandemic happened and so they were like okay let's postpone it from 2020 to 2021 so it was supposed to be this year i guess technically next year because it's still 2020 uh so it's supposed to be what four months away from now they're going to have the world indoors and just recently they decided you know what We're not going to do it now. We're actually going to do it in 2023. So it's got postponed an entire uh, year or two years. And I think it's a good thing. It stinks. I mean, I understand it. I shouldn't say it's a good thing because I hate when meets get canceled because I'd love to see these athletes compete in it. But it being an Olympic year makes sense uh, because normally uh, the, the world indoors happens every other year on... Um, even dates. So this was a year that it wasn't supposed to happen. Obviously, it was they're going to have it in 2022 and then 2023. So they'll be having back to back world indoors. So I guess for the future, uh, it'll be great because we'll be having an extra world indoors. But for this year, you know, it, it, it kind of stinks. And it makes sense because I feel a lot of the professional athletes, you know, aren't probably ready to compete at an extremely high level like world indoors is. Um, during an Olympic year, there haven't been really any professional meets. I mean, Ryan Krauser's been the only real predominant, you know, professional athlete that has done any type of numbers um, in the throws. So, and, and it's already December. I know obviously a lot of throwers or a lot of athletes aren't competing at, what is it, December 15th? Like, I know a lo- I know that most meets for these athletes would not have started by now but it doesn't look like a lot of schools are going to be having meets and as we know mostly schools are the ones that are hosting these competitions and we don't know what that's going to look like so uh, there's probably going to there would probably be a lot of different athletes that weren't too sure how to train for the this and how to prepare and so they would probably wouldn't have had a great performance and so just pushing it to 2023 probably the better move. Uh, It stinks that it has to happen. Uh, Also, just international travel. I mean, who knows what what's going to look like? I mean, depends on where it is. Certain countries have certain restrictions, who can how many people can be in buildings, how long you have to quarantine, yada, yada, yada. And so that would make it even more of a headache on top of the headache that it already has been this year. So saying, you know what, we're going to cut our losses. We're going to do this in 2023. Probably isn't the worst thing in the world. It stinks. Yeah, sure. I, I would have really liked to see uh, what this this year would have been because there's obviously been some fantastic performances. I mean we we've seen. Uh, I am a sucker for it because it's my favorite for my favorite event. But uh, Mondo Mondo has been incredible. He's the best athlete I would say, most dominant athlete in any sport right now, and I would have really loved to see him compete with this, this indoor. See if he could best his 618. I think he's going to be jumping 620 by the Olympics. That's my prediction. I think by July, 2021, July, 2021, he's going to have already jumped 620 or he'll do it there because he's, he's doing, he's doing incredible. Uh, so we'll have to see. Um I think that this affects the indoor season a little bit because now there isn't like a, a, a real big championship for indoors. Obviously there really isn't, in, indoors isn't taken as seriously as outdoors obviously but now there really isn't anything <laughs> that that's going to even look for look forward to um this year so now it's really indoors is really considered as a okay let's get a training ground let's get ready for the outdoor season this is an olympic year let's try to compete let's try to make it on our team for some athletes let's also try to win medals or break records depending on where they are people are trying to do different things. So. Uh, that's taken away a little bit of the competition, but I mean, what can you do? It's, that's where we are right now. Then, uh, we're going to take a look at probably the craziest story that I've ever heard. Um, so obviously we're in a very, very strange time when it comes to what sports happen and, and where things are. Um, if you remember the, Sports in the fall, so after when all this pandemic stuff was happening in the summer, some sports uh canceled and said, "Hey, you know what? we're not gonna be playing or competing in the fall. We're gonna be moving our sports that are fall sports either to the spring or just not doing them at all and then others other teams and other conferences said, "You know what we're gonna keep going, run a show full steam ahead, let's do this thing and so this affected obviously cross country which was a fall sport and so the national championship for cross country which was supposed to be being held oh man it would have it would have been held already i think it would have been late november was when it was supposed to be i'm not sure i don't follow cross country as much as i should um but it was supposed to be in uh, happened uh, happened already they that obviously got postponed because most Schools did not compete, uh, and so they they moved it. Obviously, though, some schools have already competed in cross country, and so a lot of teams have had their season. In fact, five schools uh, have, or five conferences, including the SEC, ACC, and Big Twelve, they have already had their conference championship. They already did it, so they moved the cross country championship to March fifteenth. Uh, it's going to be in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Okay, that's fine. So you're going to have the cross country championship happening on March 15th, which is a Monday. Okay, so that that opens a lot of questions. Just for the cross country, one: what are what's this regular season going to be? Is there going to be a run up? Are there going to be meets where these teams can have like a regular season? Uh, what about the teams that have already had? their conference championships, and they've already competed in a regular season. Are they going to do another one? Does this count towards eligibility? Are they now doing two sports? Uh, What about the the athletes that are competing in indoors? Uh, Are you going to have meets not on those days? But track and field and cross country usually always are on the weekends. So what's going to happen? It's going to be really interesting to see how they try to balance this for the national championship. That's only half of the equation. The other half of the equation is the indoor championship. So as I mentioned earlier, this is happening on the same weekend. They they announced just recently that the indoor national championship is going to be be hosted on March 12th through the 13th. So Friday and Saturday in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Uh, that that's very very close. This is the ascent this is essentially like telling the most elite athletes, some of the most elite athletes athletes in their sport currently. Hey, remember in high school when you had dual meets and you had your regular meet going on on a Wednesday and then you had the invite going on on a Saturday? Yeah, we want you to do that again, but they're going to be the biggest meets of the year. <laughs> like that, what? That's insane. That doesn't make any sense. And so there's going to obviously have to be a lot, a lot of decisions to be made for these programs why because a lot of the people that are competing at a high level in cross country are also competing at a high level in indoors at the longer distances so a lot of these distance programs are going to have decisions to be made are we going to first do we have enough to field the whole team for um indoor championship because if we're just you know going for an individual then you can let the individual decide which one do you want to do do you want to try to double i mean if you if it's like you don't have a great ch- if you don't think you have a great chance at going really far and you think you might only make the prelims of an indoor then then it's like hey I might as well so I can get the experience and you know I I'd, I'd want to try it but for those athletes that hey we have a chance of winning a national title there's going to be a lot of decisions that have to be made because It's like, hey, we have a chance of winning a team title in cross-country with with you running, but you could win an individual title if you wanted to do indoor two-mile. I mean, what are people going to do? I think most people would side with the team because they want to be team players, but, I mean, (laughs) shoot, that's a lot of decisions to be made by not only the coaches, but by the athletes, and it's just so wild. I mean, luckily, the... Facilities, so from Arkansas to Oklahoma, it's only three hours. So for coaches and for athletes that need to make that drive or, or go from one place to another, you're able to do that. Like it's it, it'll it just takes the the afternoon. You'll be able to be from one place to another. So th- I really want to know how these coaches and how these athletes are going to do it. And I guess we're going to find out in March. Uh, what else does this mean? I think this means that we have a little more clarity on. More meets being able to happen for the NCA level in indoors. Uh, I'm wondering if they're going to change their standards at all. Probably not, but I wonder if they will since a lot of teams may not be having as many meets going on this year. Are they going to say, you know what, we'll, we'll, we'll lower the standards or we'll allow for bigger, for more people to come in that, that might have hit the standards? Uh, it, it'll be interesting. I mean, it's just so crazy. I mean, obviously, it's not ideal to have a cross-country championship and a indoor championship essentially on the same weekend. Those coaches are going to go crazy, but I, I, it's really interesting. And so this year has been insane enough. I mean, what's one more thing added to the fold? Um, if I was an elite runner and I had a chance of, of doing really, really well in cross-country as well as really, really well in the 3200 3, or the 5, whatever it is, whatever I was running. Uh, I I think it would come down to, like, hey, where first, where does your team stand? So for the schools like Northern Arizona or BYU or, or Colorado, I think it's a no-brainer they do cross-country because they have a much better chance of winning a team title in cross-country than they do a winning a team title in track and field, since there's so many other events. And most of the teams that have chances of winning national titles in track and field are not necessarily complete powerhouses in cross country or in distance so there's not a ton of turnover at that extremely high level but there is going to be individuals that are at that are at a an instance where they have some decisions to be made so will it be i wonder if we'll see somebody trying to make that double and if they do how is it going to go i mean it's they're they're really good athletes, obviously. So if anyone can do it, I think that these guys can. I mean, you're young, and you're most of these guys are, are just about to enter their prime or or not. So we'll see how it works. Um, it, it's going to be an interesting year. So that has been a, another episode of Track World News. Thank you all for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed it, make sure that you subscribe, like. The episode shared with a friend really, really does help us know that you're enjoying the the content. Uh, if you want some more stuff, follow us on Instagram at Track World News. We post clips of the show, uh, news updates on the sport, and type and all that type of stuff. So, thank you. Have a good one and peace.